you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Live, as always, in New York City, Thursday, January 4th. No football tonight, so let's have a little fun on a Thursday. I'm Amy right. There's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. Peter, it's a nice green jacket you're wearing today. I like it. Love this green jacket. We have some unfinished business we have to take care of going back to Tuesday's show. I consider myself someone of great pride, great integrity. I look disgusting on Tuesday, begging for something. Take a listen <laughs> during my Fab Five segment. Terrible job by me right there. Um, what do you mean? What hey, Ryan, a terrible job, Bill. <laughs> Bill Henschel, what you and I have got to talk after the show. Oh, that was bad. Bad TV. Oh. Only so many times we can try. Sorry, Bill. That was bad. <laughs> what's a, what's the Kobe what Turner. What do we got? Oh, Kobe oh yay. Uh, tell us about the Kobe Turner. Who's that? That's all done. Okay, let me get back on track here. Let me back on track here. Do it again, Peter. Ask again. We try it again. Maybe we could try it in the tenny. Start the show. Don't ask for that, Peter. Run the show intro. It'll be Monday. Run Good Morning for Get the clip ready that you I was on the show and I was begging for a Kobe Turner jersey because last week I had Yaya the. You don't remember? We have a clip. Last week we had Yaya Diaby, and I said, I need that Yaya Diaby jersey. I need that Yaya Diaby jersey because he's going to be the rookie of the year. Uh I got the Yaya Diaby jersey from the Buccaneers. They sent it, they were awesome. I wore it on the show and I talked for literally two straight days about Yaya Diaby. Yaya Diaby did nothing last week. Okay. Kobe Turner from the Rams had two and a half sacks. And now I'm saying Kobe Turner from the Rams is the NFL's defensive rookie of the year. I'm going to start this thing going. So Kobe Turner jersey. I asked the Rams for the jersey. I begged on it on this very show. you got to go back and watch Tuesday's show. We don't have any sort of archive. I don't think go back and watch. (laughs) No, I don't know. We don't have that access to do that. Um, So I got the machine. So thank you to uh, Artist Twyman and the folks at the Rams because I don't even know if they sell this in the team shop, but they made me a Kobe Turner jersey. Remember, Kobe Turner. The conductor, he's the one who sang mm-hmm. Amazing, Amazing Grace, Grace on yeah. our show. He's also an amazing rookie. He leads all rookies in sacks. I feel like Shrey's the guy, like, you think about it for the Buccaneers. You meet this person, and you're fired up about him, and you go back, and you're telling all your friends, like, oh, this, uh, this person I just met. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, I know Peter, too, the same way that you know Peter. Ooh. And that was the Bucks, and now they come find out he has a totally well, different... if they want to really know, my heart's always with the Rams. It is. I could dabble with the Bucks all it's I want. I could say raise the fire the canyons and wear the creamsicle, but at the end of the day, I'm going to bed with the Rams jersey on. When, when are we going to get the Rams are going to go all the way speech from you? Are we there <laughs> already? Veteran quarterback? Like, is that coming? I know it's coming. Wild card round is in a couple of days. Well, yeah. they're already in. Don't worry. Peter, I want to try this on for size. So that happened to you on Tuesday. Okay. No. The, just How this, about experience, the clip? this experience. Do you have the clip? This happened on Tuesday. 
There is something that I have a memory of on Monday when we were doing the game ball segment because Kyle's heart is always with fullbacks, right? Mm. I love fullbacks, yeah. You love fullbacks. What, you got a satchel there? Got you a little little present. Got you a little... uh, Oh, man. I got you a present. Hell, yes. Hell, yes. Because you gave him your game ball, and I said, we have four Ravens jerseys, and what did they do, Kyle? They sent you a little something-something. All right, this is my favorite Raven... Never mind just now. You can sweep aside Ed Reed, Ed Ray Lewis. Project Pat Ricard is the heart and soul of the Ravens. Last year, this year, next year, any year. He is a fullback. He was a main, I'm talking about his college, M-A-I-N-E, black bear. Yep. He opens all the holes. He gets none of the glory. And last week he caught a one-handed touchdown pass that for me was bigger than the David Tyree catch to beat the Patriots. <laughs> That's it? the catch. I love this. Hey, I love it. Super Bowl Sunday. There's going to be a moment. Kobe Turner. Or Kobe Turner <laughs> beats Lindenbaum, comes in chasing Lamar, and he's going to hit Ricard face to face. Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. You know what? Moment. When, when, we, when I asked for the Project Pat Ricard, yes. we, we actually have a clip. Here's the clip. <laughs> oh, we don't have the clip. Peter, I, you're so, that pause was more pregnant than Jamie. Like, I'm telling you, you were sitting there waiting. That was 48 weeks. We got to get this baby out of there. It's 20 pounds. I, I, it's like a machine. They're cranking the machine. <laughs> the look on everybody's face. But, um. Wait, I think you should put that jersey on. We should, re, we should just do a futuristic look Wait, at what that's going to look like on Super Bowl Sunday. He no didn't one, get anything. There's no one here. Uh, you've been asleep for a week. You're I good. Closing, I, oh, I was closing yeah. my surface. I was, I was, I was going to put the jersey on. I didn't know. If, like, who do you want? Uh, who, I, man, no, man, no, they listen. Ball. We already got you the win. Well, we did game we got balls. You we did game balls. Where's my Bowl Melton jersey? You oh, the Bowl give me a Bowl Melton jersey? Packers. Well, I thought to, maybe you might have said Kirby. You have to grovel. Joseph. I'll take a Kirby. Got one. I got, he has yeah. Kirby already? Oh, yeah. You what have to grovel and then you have to run the clip I'll back. I'll take a Jason. That's what we have to do. Benito got cut. He did? Benito Jones was cut. What about my man Isaiah Bugs? I want that jersey. We're just going to sit here and say what Maybe it was Bugs. Benito might be on the team. Isaiah oh Bugs might have gotten cut. There we go, Kyle. Patrick Ricard. One of them got cut. No, no, you're just cutting this players awesome. on the line. Thank you. Yeah. I love you, Pat Ricard. Bugs got cut. Our boy Bugs is out. Um, I don't know about you guys. Time for the lead block. The Niners should sign him then. They should. I want a Tom Pulisero, a Dino Hornets cake eaters jersey, whatever sport that was that you played. Are you a hockey guy? He's a cake eater. I know, right? Can I just start by saying that was the most obscure list of names I've ever heard in five minutes of a show ever. We got Kobe Turner, Pat Ricard, we got Yaya Diaby, Bo Melton. It's the most obscure thing I've seen since I said this. No, sorry, we don't we don't have that time. Let's get some quarterback injuries as we head into Week 18 of the NFL season started out with Bills quarterback Josh Allen, who was a full participant in practice on Wednesday, despite dealing with both neck and right finger injuries. Now, Allen suffered a stinger on the final play last week against New England. He spoke to reporters on Wednesday, said it's not anything that's going to affect him. He's going to be good to go. You'd expect nothing less from Josh Allen when he's got so much on the line on on Sunday night, potentially the number two seed, the division winner, if they win, still can get it as a wild card, but also if they lose, there is a possibility they could miss the playoffs altogether. In other news, Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence, a limited participant in practice on Wednesday, still dealing with that right shoulder injury as well as a left finger injury. Lawrence missed 
Last week's game, because of the shoulder, he told reporters that he is feeling better, said they're going to be cautious, but he's going to do everything he can to be out there as the Jaguars try to wrap up the AFC South title with a win over the Titans. Meanwhile, Bucks quarterback Baker Mayfield did not practice on Wednesday, still dealing with a ribs injury that he suffered last weekend. Mayfield said the ribs are not cracked, they're not broken. But they are pretty sore, as you would expect here. He, too, said, I'm going to do everything I can to be out there. The Bucs, another opportunity to win the NFC South if they can beat the Panthers this weekend. Jamie? Thank you, uh, Tom. We appreciate you and your dedication to uh, calling back a clip that doesn't exist. Talk to you later, Pelissero. Time for Throwdown Thursday. All right. Joe Flacco will not be playing in Week 18. Since the Browns have the five seed all locked up, obviously the 38-year-old has fit in nicely in Cleveland. But here's Flacco on how he feels as the old guy in the locker room. Guys look at you a little bit differently just because of the fact that I've played. This is the 16th year that I've been in this league. And you can tell that guys look at you a little bit differently just because of that. I mean, I'm dealing with, you know, I, I, I always say it. If I messed up in high school, I mean, I could be these kids' dads, you know. I really thought that when Joe Flacco said that, that if I messed up in high school, I could be these kids' dad. The next segment was going to be, what's that one thing that you messed up in high school that could Ooh. totally change the trajectory of your life? That's a good morning football segment. We're not doing it right now. Mm. If the success continues for Cleveland, uh, what would be a wilder, super, more wild, wilder Super Bowl story? Joe Flacco or Mason Rudolph leading the Steelers, and this all goes down in Las Vegas? It seems like Mason Rudolph would be the obvious answer. Flacco is a Super Bowl MVP, all of those different yeah. things. But it is Joe Flacco. you got to think about it. Mason Rudolph has been in football. There was never any doubt that he was going to be a quarterback, find a home, whatever. He stayed in Pittsburgh. For Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco was maybe building a real estate empire he was thinking about doing. He was meeting yeah. with his financial advisor, redoing the budget for life without football. He was in parent-teacher conferences. He was doing all types of things outside the realm of playing football. So now to look at him, and we've talked about it countless times, to look at him now going out there and performing, to think about Joe Flacco actually being in a Super Bowl, throwing the ball to Amari Cooper, doing all of these things. I think that is the more fascinating thing, more astonishing Joe Flacco from parent-teacher conference, sports practices, trying to remember all the dad's names to playing in. 30,000 feet, I think you're right. That's the story. And I can yeah. imagine Super Bowl week. It would be such a... Like, if you live it every single day with us here on Good Morning Football, this Steelers season, to consider that the Steelers would go from where they were a few weeks back, losing to the Patriots, to now, if you're talking Super Bowl, they would have to rattle off victories the last two weeks, then they'd have to rattle off a victory this week against the Ravens. That means that the Steelers at the seven seed would go and beat Miami, the two seed, but then would then would have to go on and beat the Ravens in Baltimore... And then you're saying they're going to go to the Super Bowl and beat the, be- the Steelers. If they make the Super Bowl, I would say that's the story of the season. And Mason Rudolph leading them, of all people, their third-string quarterback. Who isn't the third-string quarterback off the, off the street? Third-string quarterback who's been the third-string quarterback, and they've seen in every practice and have deemed him every single practice over the last several years. You are the third best. Mm-hmm. We see you every day. We think you're the third best. If he's the one who takes them, yeah, that's the better story. What's the closest comp? Hostetler? I mean, no, because he was a backup. Right, but he was the two. Yeah. This is a backup. Foles, maybe? See, I would look. I I, I think it's Flacco. And I think the closest is is Foles. But Foles is totally different than what Joe Flacco did. Mm -hmm. And here's why it's the best story. Because it's all of us have nostalgia for Joe Flacco. We all have some sort of fan relationship with Joe Flacco. But if Flacco wins the Super Bowl for the Cleveland Browns, 
Who's the starting quarterback week one for the Browns? What are we doing? Like, you just won the Super Bowl for the Browns. Like, it's dogs and cats living together. It's insane. You've spent all the money in the world to someone who did not play any role in that playoff run. Like, this is a huge hypothetical. But if Flacco... In fact, here's a better question. Yeah. What does Flacco have to do to make that very complicated? What if Flacco gets the Browns to the title game and they lose 38-31 to 31 to the Ravens? What if Flacco gets to the Super Bowl and loses? What is the point of demarcation yeah. with Joe Flacco is starting week one for the what Browns? About right now. Year? Right now we know Watson. If, if Flacco loses, it's Watson. Yeah, well, Flacco's thrown a bunch of picks and they won some games. It's just a nice story. you got to win playoff games for the Cleveland Browns, and then we have a massive thing. <laughs> That's why it's the story. That's so off-season goodness. Are you kidding me? Because you know Flacco, was, he, he was never done. He was waiting for the opportunity to bubble up like he wanted to come back and have this piece so clearly he could there but here's the I mean the Watson Flacco thing is massive right (laughs) like Mason Rudolph if he is in the Super Bowl who's starting for the Steelers next season Sure, but benching Kenny Pickett is not benching Deshaun Watson (laughs) I get it but you're still creating a controversy no doubt um, oh, I can't man. decide. I, I'll go Mason Rudolph because, my God, two weeks of the regular season and then you find mm-hmm. yourself playing in Las Vegas for the Steelers uh, after everything they went through. I'll go Mason Rudolph. But now you got us all thinking about mm-hmm. that. All right. Rams-Niners, week 18, since both teams have their seeds all locked up. Your starting quarterbacks in this matchup will be Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go on. This is great. I love And guys. Sam Bradford. Sam Darnold. Yeah, Sam Darnold. That'd be crazy sorry. if it was Bradford. Sorry, 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 Imagine sorry. it was Bradford. I'm, I'm Imagine it was Flacco. <laughs> All right. No, so who are you more Bradford excited to see? Back. Sorry, Sam Darnold. Chase, uh, who are you more excited to see? Is it, is it Wentz or Darnold? Jason, uh, you go first. I kind of want to read. I wonder what Sam Bradford's Bradford, doing. Bradford, what's he doing? Bradford against his old team, the Rams. All right, all right, I mean, that's all a big right, story. I like that. Still bugging about Isaiah Wentz. though? Like, he went out there. I wonder if he's still throwing. You said Darnold or Wentz. I'm going to go uh, Carson Wentz here. We got a chance to see a lot of Darnold in the preseason. We had talks of him under Shanahan. All, I want to see Carson Wentz. We, at one point, uh-huh. didn't he post the picture where he had yeah, all the different pants uniforms. and all yeah. the... I want to see what Carson Wentz has. This guy was obviously a high round two pick. Eagles the whole nine. I want to see Carson Wentz throwing the ball all around the field. I have, I just want to see it. I want to see what he can do and what his abilities are right good, now. Good trivia. What was the last team Sam Bradford took a snap for? The Eagles. No. The Vikings. What's the Vikings? The Vikings. You said before the 49s. It would be for Carolina. No, Bradford. For Bradford. Oh, Bradford. We're Bradford. back to Bradford. We We're talking about Sam Bradford. Um, Week 18 of the 20s. I, I said the Vikings. I don't know. Cardinals. He was the Cardinals quarterback. No. I don't recall that. Cardinals. He's I don't a big that. free agent contract. Cardinals. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with Wentz also. I, Cardinals. Wentz went from being a <laughs> Super Bowl MVP type type talk. League know, MVP. League MVP type talk and was going to take the Eagles and then now is you know, doing mop-up duty in Week 18 and yet they might need him. You don't know if Stafford goes down. They might need this whole dream Rams season might come down to Carson Wentz. I also find it interesting, you know, Rippon was the quarterback up in Green Bay and they lost with Brett Rippon and it went so badly they just cut Brett Rippon. Uh-huh. Like, in the bye week, they, they signed Carson Wentz, who also that same week had just had a child. And it was like, off the couch, you want to talk about Flacco? Carson Wentz yeah. off the couch. And imagine he plays in a big spot. We don't want to see it because we want Stafford, yeah. obviously. Mm. But I got to think it's Carson Wentz. Yeah, I, I like Sam Darnold, but I don't know what the case is for him here. It's definitely Carson Wentz, just yeah. based on what he's been through, the highest of heights, the different teams. I mean, his tenure with the commanders was very strange, mm-hmm. very short. The Indianapolis one ended terribly, but... There is an internet relationship with him where some people just tee off on and make fun of him. Some people have this affection for him. If you follow his social media, it's 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 there's a lot of like uh, I don't know dead animals on it. People have thoughts on that. He's a hunter. 
<laughs> he is a loaded category, guys. And then the picture that Jason referenced is the piece de resistance of Carson Wentz's internet relationship, in which he's out there working out. I think he has an Eagles helmet, uh, Colts shorts, Commanders, Commanders jersey, yes. and now we'll have like Ram socks or something. Crazy talented guy, though. Um, I want to see Carson. Well, old relationship with Carson. Do I like Carson? There was a photo from the street team this week that could have been family members Ooh. of Carson Wentz with all the details. Yeah, some people, a family sent us a bunch of Angry Run shirts, and they had like 50 different mounted bucks heads yeah. in their like, yeah. little rec room. They Carson get likes to hunt? Sure. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the kid, maybe the wife. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody. Uh, oh, Carson loves to hunt. Yeah, it's America, man. He loves it. He loves it. I don't know if there's any ducks left. I like that. I don't know if there's any left. I think he killed them all. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. All right, guys. <laughs> it's week 18. And the Buffalo Bills are one of the most interesting predicaments we've ever seen as far as playoff scenarios. Okay. okay. The Buffalo Bills have trailed the Miami Dolphins for 16 of 17 weeks in the NFL wow. schedule, the AFC East standings this season. Yet here we are entering week 18, and the Bills are one win away from being in first place and winning yet another division title. But a loss, and Buffalo could miss the postseason altogether. Let's go through the different scenarios here on a segment that we call Schrager's Beautiful Mind. Producers, my music, please. Cue. The Bills' path to the AFC East title is very simple. A win over the Dolphins and the Bills are your AFC East champions for the fourth straight year. Buffalo would earn a number two seed and the Bills would face either the Texans, the Colts, the Steelers, or the Jaguars in the wild card round. But what if the Bills lose on Sunday night? Buffalo would be out of contention entirely for the five seed because the Browns have a better record and have already locked up that berth. But the Bills could hypothetically still get the sixth seed with a loss Sunday night. Here's how, of course, as always, disclaimer, excluding ties. <laughs> the Bills lose to the Dolphins Sunday night. That's the last piece of it. But they would need the Jaguars to lose to the Titans in Nashville earlier that day. They would also have needed the Steelers to lose to the Ravens in Baltimore on Saturday. If those things happen, the Bills would still have a better win-loss record than the Jaguars. They'd still have a better win-loss record than the Steelers. And they would still have a better win-loss record than the loser of the Colts-Texans game from Saturday night. And thus, Buffalo would get the sixth seed. But the Bills could also get the seventh seed. Remember, excluding ties. Here's how the Bills get the seventh seed. The Bills would need to lose Week 18 in Miami. The Jaguars would have to beat the Titans. Okay, so Jags beat Titans. But the Steelers would need to lose to the Ravens on Saturday afternoon. If all that happens, the Jaguars would win the AFC South. The winner of the Texans and Colts game would get the sixth seed because of the better conference record over Buffalo, while the Bills got the seventh seed. But guys... You want one more way the Bills can get in the playoffs? Is another? Yes. Despite losing Sunday night? Yes. Okay. 
The Bills, of course, would lose Sunday night. They would need the Jaguars to lose to the Titans in Week 18. But they would also need the Steelers to beat the Ravens on Saturday. And if all that happens, the winner of that Colts-Texans game would actually win the AFC South title, get the four seed. The Steelers would then get the six seed because they'd have a better conference record over Buffalo. And then the Bills would take the seven seed, kicking all those other teams to the wayside. There is a way that the Bills do not get the two, the six, or the seven seed and can still be eliminated from playoff contention altogether in week 18. This is how that happens. Steelers, they beat the Ravens Saturday afternoon. They're playing the Ravens backups. It's very likely. Second, there has to be a winner in Colts-Texans Saturday night, meaning one of those teams has to win that game. They cannot tie. As long as there's a winner. As long as there's a winner. And the Jaguars just have to take care of their business and beat the Titans Sunday afternoon. If those three things happen, which I think is kind of likely, that Bills-Dolphins game ends up being a win, get the two seed, or go home altogether for the Buffalo Bills. If the Bills lose to the Dolphins, the Jaguars would get that four seed. The Texans, if they beat the Colts, would get the six seed due to a head-to-head win over the Steelers. And then the Colts, if they win that game, they're locked in. They would get the six seed with a better conference record than the Steelers. And because Pittsburgh's seven and five conference record would actually end up being better than Buffalo's six and six conference record, the Steelers would then get the seven seed and the Buffalo Bills would be with us on our couches watching games during the wild card round and completely out of the playoffs. The Buffalo Bills can go from the two seed to out of the playoffs altogether this weekend based on how other things happen and if they handle their business. There are 32 permutations involving five Week 18 games in the AFC. 16 permutations have the Bills getting the two seed. Four of those permutations have the Bills getting the six seed. Eight of them have the Bills earning the seven seed. And 28 of the 32 playoff permutations have the Bills clinching a playoff spot. But, but, there is a 12.5% chance that the Steelers win, that the Jaguars win, and that the Dolphins win, and the Buffalo Bills go home. Unbelievable. Guys, big weekend in Buffalo. What do you think? Steelers are favored. Yep. Jaguars are favored. Yep. Oh, my goodness. You imagine if those things happen, we're looking at a Sunday night football mm-hmm. game for mm-hmm. Buffalo, Josh Allen, winning in or mm-hmm. lose and go home. Mm-hmm. It's unheard oh of. Goodness. It's not only winning I didn't realize that. It's, it. it's the two seed and two home playoff games, and, and the alternative is gone, done. I know what I want. After what do you want? I, I want one thing. You want winning in? I want a tie. <laughs> I want some messy-ass ties, Peter. It, Let's get a tie. What would be the best tie? Would it just be Dolphins-Bills no, to tie? No, or no. Would, oh, my need, goodness. No, you need Colts. Texans and Colts. Colts, and Texans, Texans to tie. And then we have and then all the other things still happen. And then it's chaos. Imagine how great it would be a tie week 18. Yeah. I love Is it. Is there any other game on the schedule that you could think no less of the tying than Colts-Texans? Yeah. Yeah. Why does it work like so much? Sounds like a tie much? game. Um, also, excluding, 23-23. excluding ties is the new terms and conditions apply. It's a small print. I think next year for iHeart, Peter has a podcast called Excluding Ties. Excluding Ties. I think it's catchy excluding as hell. T- really quickly, <laughs> the Jaguars have a chance also to go from four seed winning Ooh. the division to completely yeah. out of the thing yeah. as well. Yeah. And I don't think it's a given that the way the Jaguars are playing that they're just going to blow out the Titans. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Our next guest, you guys know, former number two overall pick. You guys, welcome back to the table. Our guy, our friend, Ryan. What up, Ryan? What up, Ryan? Good morning. Good morning. You look great. Thank you. Go yeah. Cougs. Yeah, damn right. Romana, I love it. All right, let's get into some football. Dolphins, Bills this week, and so much on the line in division. But for Buffalo, a lot more on the line in the sense of there could be a chance that they lose this game and they're not in the playoffs. What are you looking at in this matchup? Well, because it's on Sunday night, we should know that yep. going into the game flat out, mm-hmm. whether or not they have to win or not. Miami's already in. So that could go a long way. The fact that this got scheduled on Sunday night rather than maybe the 1 o'clock window uh, on Sunday afternoon, this is big because they'll know what they need. And if Buffalo has to win and the Dolphins don't, I mean, we're talking about being the two-seed or the six-seed for for Miami nonetheless on that deal. So that's interesting. I've said this from the beginning, and I I should have called you guys and the producers before I came on today to pull the – the before the season stuff because I said this game mm-hmm. in week 18 yeah. would be for the division. I got, it's not, call for the clip. We can, I, I don't think we can pull the clip okay, that quickly, right. but if you can, pull it. All right, so <laughs> I think Buffalo's just the better team right now. Miami, it, uh, I don't have any faith in them. Mm. It's not a, it is a slight, I guess you can take it as a slight, but it's not when it's true. I think that's the best way to put it. If it's true, it's it's not a, a slight at all. Buffalo, for me, is, is the team that, that continues. They go to the number two overall seed, uh, and that could shade up for something really interesting. Right. Um, but uh, um, I, I like Buffalo against Miami uh, in this matchup simply because of the run they're on. Josh, give me Josh Allen yeah. down the stretch in the game. Uh, you need six points. You need a drive. He's going to give it to you. Give me Mason Rudolph down the stretch in a game. Six points. Hey. You need a drive. Mason Rudolph versus Snoop Huntley. Steelers-Ravens this weekend. What do you like? Snoop. Snoop. We're all about Snoop out in the West Coast there, you know, Utah. Uh, he was a heck of a player at Utah. Tyler Huntley was a Pac-12 player of the year for the Utah Utes when they won. And uh, he's been a great backup and done a tremendous job. And when he's been asked to fill the role, he's done well. And I, they're not going to play anybody. Baltimore's not going to play anybody and shouldn't play anybody um, is the idea of keeping everybody healthy. Yeah. But I want to remind everybody, they're playing on a Saturday. They get the bye. That's two full weeks off. Mm-hmm. And there's something to be said about one seeds and having that much time away, especially teams that seemingly feel like they are great week after week mm-hmm. after week. So that's just something to keep an eye on. Um, I'm not really too interested in what shows up for the Ravens. This is must win for the, the, the Steelers to have a chance. There's so many other things that have to go their way to get into the playoffs, too. So it's such an odd weekend with all yeah. these different guys. And it seems a little bit like the, the old fourth week of the uh, preseason back in the day mm-hmm. where you have a lot of backups and third-string guys playing and you, you don't know a lot of them. So how do you choose who's going to win when the things are already set in stone? Speaking of a team that hasn't been great week after week after week, the Eagles have lost yeah. four of their last five Do you have any faith in the fact that this team is going to turn things around? Why is an escape room the reason why they're going to do it? (laughs) Well, I think that's that's team building. You know, there's something to be said about that. Do you actually believe in that? I do believe in team building. I think that you get guys together and you you put them together and and things outside of football brings them together. It just does. Um, It's something I wish I would have probably done more of when I was supposed to be the leader of a team when I played. Um, So it's important for them to, to come together. I like the fact that they still have a chance at the East, depending on what the Cowboys yeah. do. But I also like the fact that I don't have any uh, misconceptions that they can go down to Tampa Bay and, and beat uh, the Buccaneers. In fact, it might be a little bit of a 
redemption for Jalen Hurts from his first playoff experience going down and getting beat up by Tom Brady and learning that stuff. Get him a chance. Get him to the divisional round. I don't care what that looks like. You know, if they are the— Likely play the Niners. Yeah, they go out to San Francisco, and they— you know, you could defeat some ghosts there, too. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be very difficult for anybody in the NFC. If I had to give you who do I trust more than anybody in the NFL, I'd say the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. But if you're talking about separate conferences, it's the San Francisco 49ers. I don't mm-hmm. see a team in the NFC right now going to San Francisco with all their, uh, uh, you know, their chambers loaded and, mm-hmm. and, and beating yeah. the 49ers mm-hmm. right now. Oh, well, we appreciate you leave always coming and giving us the. We taste. do. We really do. Uh, we'll see you next week as what, well. Uh, real quick, where are you going to be? You going to be this weekend? Are you going to be doing anything? What do you got? Yeah, I got the. Uh, I'm calling a national championship game. What game? Oh. I got the FCS national championship game in Frisco between uh, uh, the Montana Grizzlies, mm-hmm. which just so happens I'm from that state, and the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. Jackrabbits. Fourteen and zero versus thirteen and one. So. Uh, um, pretty excited uh, for that. My my quarterbacking hero went to Montana. He was he grew up like a block and a half from me. His cool. name was Dave Dickinson. Okay, and he was like this. He was like this guy, life, right? Just yeah. larger than life. Like he was a senior when I was a freshman. He would get all the older kids, and we'd go down to the, uh, the the football field, and I would get to run out there with all these older kids and run around and play. And and he went on to great heights. He went to the University of Montana, won a national championship in 1995, won the Walter Payton Award, uh, is in the College Football Hall of Fame, and now is the head coach for the camp, uh, Calgary. Stampeders up in oh, cool. the CFL. So wow. shout out to Dave Dickinson. The reason why I played quarterback, uh, and uh, and it's got to be pretty cool for for any any school from Montana getting the opportunity to play for a national championship. Totally, congratulations. I will not be biased though because I'm not a fan of the Grizzlies either. Understood. I'm not understood. That, so. As you wear your Cougs you're professional. Shirt. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, you would think that the Cougs are playing in the national championship Monday night, not Washington, but mm-hmm. you know, no. go Cougs. It's time for Beneath the Surface, presented by Microsoft Surface. We use these things for a smattering of reasons uh, throughout the show, one of which is to show you this image. The Pro Bowl is just a few weeks away, and there's two great personalities coaching up the defenses for each side in the flag football game. You've got Ray Lewis here and the angelic voice of DeMarcus Ware here. All the starters were announced last night on NFL Network, and you can see the entire roster for both the AFC and NFC over on NFL.com. Guys, Pro Bowl, biggest takeaway from the rosters, Jay? Obviously, you always look at it, and it's so cool to see so many names, especially there's uh, guys on there for the first time. There's some of those old veterans that you see year after year that are staples when it comes to the Pro Bowl. Automatically, as soon as I look at the list, I start to think about all right, who's not on snub the talk. list? And we, we love snub talk. <laughs> snub snub talk. You can name so many of them, but my own, the thing I always say, if you're gonna say somebody with snub, gotta take them off. Are you taking? <laughs> who are you taking out to put in their place? You gotta do it. Number one snub of the list there. Antoine Winfield Jr. is not on the Pro Bowl roster. He's going to be a first-team All-Pro. Take your pick on the NFC side. I would take out Buda Baker or Julian Love to put Antoine Winfield Jr. in. He belongs in the Pro Bowl. On the AFC side, Legereus Sneed is not on the Pro Bowl roster. And everybody can bring up penalties that he follows the number one receiver each and every week. All right, Jalen Ramsey has been really good, missed a ton of games. Denzel Ward, I think either one of those could be replaced by Legereus Sneed. Denzel Ward, I think Martin Emerson, even his own teammate, could be in there. But I think Legereus Sneed 
and both Antoine Winfield Jr. Both of those guys are snub. There's other guys you can name Quincy Williams, but I don't know Patrick Queen and Roquan. Jay's really on fire. Good. Can I? Can I, I? I hear you. I love that you're calling out names. Um, I'm going to go to one of those guys. That, you know, it was an interesting Wednesday night in my household when I'm watching Cat Williams and Shannon Sharp, and I'm also watching mm. Ravens.com videos where I'm crying over Eric DaCosta hugging Patrick Queen. Uh, <laughs> the Ravens uh, have all these young players. I'm crying yeah, over Cat true. Williams too. Uh, the Ravens have all these young guys in the last couple of drafts, and a lot of them made the Pro Bowl. And to see DaCosta tell them on Ravens.com that they've made it, it was really cool to see. Kyle Hamilton, a lot of people last year was like, is he a bust? What is he doing? Awesome. Linda Bout, awesome on the offensive line. Another first-round pick. Patrick Queen, we've been waiting for years for Queen to fill in those Ray Lewis shoes, and he's been great. And then you look at some of the other guys that they got in there, and, of course, Matabuke has been fantastic. Uh, the young Ravens all getting their moment after for years hearing that, are these the right guys? Did the Ravens draft well? They drafted well. DaCosta got to tell them the news, and it was pretty cool moments. Ravens.com, check out the videos. I love Pat Queen. love PQ. Yeah. I think he has a spot that belongs to my man Terrell Bernard from the Bills. Mm-hmm. Terrell Bernard has probably been the best defensive player on the Bills team. And if you think the Bills defense is trash, terrible, look up the rankings. They're not at all. Terrell Bernard, I hate, I hate to do this to PQ, has more tackles, has more solo tackles, has more interceptions, has more fumble recoveries. You can put them side to side. The Ravens are a sensation in their story, and I love them. I really do. Terrell Bernard played not like a pro bowler, Jason, like you point out. That's the guy who's going to mess around and go all pro. Mm. He's incredible. He's their, I think their best overall defender all oh. season has been Terrell Bernard, and he's not in the pro bowl. One of my favorite draft announcements ever. It was a good one. I remember yeah. it well. A lot of middle fingers. <laughs> a lot. A lot. That was the chicken good. in my pocket is disgusting. <laughs> Maniac. So you both, you and Jason, went snub game on this yeah, one. Go to the phones. If you put someone on, Jason, you got to take somebody off. Not everyone can get in. Yeah, just a big popularity contest. I don't want to take my guy off. I was thrilled to see Sam Laporta on there with George Kittle for the NFC tight end. Laporta, one catch away from breaking the all-time rookie receptions as a mm-hmm. tight end record. Um, Who's got it? Dicka? Who's Jack- got it? Keith Jackson. Okay, Keith Jackson. Uh, back in 1988. Wow, the announcer? He was old then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Lions. Lions, last time they had five guys selected at the Pro Bowl was 2014. So the Lions, people are watching, people like them, but the fact that a rookie tight end has arrived the way that Laporta has. I don't want to take him off. I want to leave him on this roster. The Lions could also explode. They have a ton of alternates. They could blow out the record that they have for their team making it to the Pro Bowl. So cool for the Detroit Lions. Packers, no Pro Bowl players. None. Not one. Packers. They had a good season. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.